you're listening to the world famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 531. See, I knew, told you I knew which one it was. This is going to be for Monday, November 24th, 2014. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Who cleared the throat in the middle of my intro? Oh, I thought you were just, uh, it was just dry out. <laughs> I didn't think it was the real thing. <laughs> And a one and a two. Hey, everybody, it's Stevie in Arizona bringing you a new episode of brand, brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. Uh, we're here talking about Mini Coopers for you on a Monday night because, you know, that's what we like to do. Uh, joined this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from Kansas. Todd, say hi. Greetings. Uh, the good Reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com is with us this evening. Yes, and with Butterfingers. Oh, nice. And of course, sadly, Alex is joining us this evening as well. We're really upset about this. I hate you, our friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have to start the show with this, so then I don't have to complain about it during the entire show. That's yeah, all. You should have you, sh- you should have flown like uh, like Virgin Atlantic instead or something. Right. Yeah. If there were more flights out of Boston to to Paris, I, w- I would have. But the problem is, this is the only airline who flies direct uh, over there. Oh. So, if I if I if I lived in New York, it would be much better. I would have found another flight. But this is like the only the only one. And and the funny thing is that during the winter. They only have one every day, but during the summer, I mean the the summer springtime, they have two of them. So I could have they could have cancelled the first one. And I could have gotten on the second one if it had been like a couple of months earlier. But now it's uh, winter nope. time, and it's uh, nobody wants to go to Paris in the winter time. That's a problem because yeah. you know there's there's that that off chance that it might snow. Or there's a tiger on the loose still, right? Oh, is there a <laughs> yes, tiger on the loose? A tiger on the loose, yeah. That's why nobody wants to go to Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's just a tiger. Crazy <laughs> it's not even a tiger. It's not even a tiger. Did they figure out what it was? I I didn't hear any news after that that there was a tiger on the loose, and they said, "Oh, it's not a tiger. It's just a large cat." I'm like that is one big ass cat. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what this cat is on steroids or something. I mean, isn't like, a tiger a cat? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. Technically, it is. Right. Exactly. So, either way, they weren't wrong, but they weren't right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll see. There you go. So uh, this isn't going to be uh, this week in cats. Sadly. Oh, damn. We we did watch cat videos at lunch today at uh, Oh, Detroit did you? Tune. Oh my yeah. gosh. We pull up Detroit we pull up uh, YouTube and we just see whatever comes up fits our fancy and and uh you know, some days it's it, and usually it's Russian car drivers running into things. Oh, that that sounds Russian, like your the, the Russian dash cam videos can are some of the best out there. Oh so, yeah, yeah. That, that we we normally go with that, but today it's like I want to laugh. I want to do something different. So we we went to failed <laughs> missile launches that didn't work real well, and then we went to uh, something else, and then we, you know babies laughing. That was it. And then we went to uh, cat videos. That sounds like the uh, Detroit Tune version of M Roulette. <laughs> Oh, we're not going to talk about any of that either. We're going to go ahead and move on to this. We're going to talk about newspromotingfile.com. Whatever else strikes our fancy this evening, we've got quite a few things going on tonight. Uh, we're going to get to all that here in just a minute. First, though, let's start off paying some bills. Remind you, got one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Uh, let's start off tonight with our friends over at Craven Speed, home of the Koala Intake Manifold, the F56 Intake, the Platypus License Plate Mount, for those of you who are cursed with a state where you have to have the license plate mounted on the front, um, the N-Gage system, the Mini Distic, all of the really bitchin' cool stuff that you can get for your Mini is all available over at CravenSpeed.com. What you do is go over there, click on the Mini link at the top, and just go shopping. Find yourself something nice, and then you go and you buy it. 
That's the best part. And when you do go to check out, make sure you say thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We appreciate that, and so do they. Uh, especially, you know, Christmas around the corner, holidays coming up. You're going to want something cool for either yourself or that mini nerd in your life. Get them something nice from Craven Speed. Cravenspeed.com, home of the electric mini. Yes. We haven't seen it in a while. I wonder what happened to that. Haven't seen what? The electric mini. The electric mini? Yeah, I don't know either. We should talk to Kellen. We need to get Kellen on the show again anyway. Again, famous on YouTube. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's just kind of to Anvil, dude. Kellen, that'd be awesome. You need to bring the electric mini to Anvil. That would Anviv. be this rad. Is, was this Anvil uh, thirteen or fifteen or something? Like Anvil eleven. 11. eleven. Eleven. Sorry, we talked about it last week. It should be uh, Anvil eleven, like the electrifying. Uh, yes. You know, something yes. like that. Yes, I love it. That sounds. There could awesome. be shirts and hats and booty all shorts. the things. Yes, I like it a lot. We should do all those things. But until we do that, let's do some news music, please. Boom. And we click over to motoringfile.com, um, which just went scooter crazy last week because the uh, Mini USA, and we were all completely wrong from our predictions last week, if you recall. Uh, each one of us took a chance to predict what the thing was going to be that Mini USA was going to announce at the LA Auto Show. And I, I determined that I was the closest, however, because I guessed a convertible. Yeah, you guessed something with no oh top. Oh, my God. <laughs> it Come on. No I get, it's, it was open air. Come on. All right, all right. I'm giving you this one. Nobody I guessed part, anything I, with two I wheels. Partial credit. Nobody guessed anything with two wheels. And somebody, somebody has to win. I, 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 I think DB would be the closest because I, I don't think the uh, electric scooter could go underwater. No, electric scooter can't go underwater. <laughs> and I don't think it's going to fly, so Chad and I lose. So oh, wow. it and so the scooter and I didn't, didn't get a chance to read up on it because all this came out like the day we recorded the show. But the scooter, it's like a regular ride-on scooter, like you would get like a, like a Razor-style scooter, but with bigger wheels and they look like they've actually got air in them and with little Mini Cooper wheels on them. But it's an electric-powered scooter. So it goes like ten or like ten or fifteen miles an hour. Yeah, it's got the JCW spoke wheels on it. It'll go ten to fifteen miles an hour. Fits in the boot of a Mini. And I don't know. What do you guys think and of it, this thing? And, it and it's up. red. You forgot to say it's red. And it's red. It's because it means it's JCW. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I, it's kind of cool that it fits in the back of the car. I do like yeah. the folding option. Yeah. But until I read all of that, I was kind of like, why? Why did you just do that? You could have had the other awesome, like, Vespa-looking thing, and then now you got this, until I was like, oh, okay, cool, it folds. Well, it's kind of like uh, useless. The problem is the previous scooter would have been, conceptually speaking, to be able to produce it, uh, that thing probably would have been ten grand. Okay, makes no yeah. sense. This one, um, maybe a couple of grand, uh, if that, which makes sense to people who are looking for something to commute um, in the city. I mean, the concept for what it is for students on campus, uh, like if you're on a big campus. Right. Uh, <clears throat> you know, or if you have like a park and go commute, or you you know you park like you have to park like four blocks away from your office. Yeah, right. I, I can see that, but it's still I, you're still I, gonna I, look I, like a douche riding yeah, this down you, the you street. Are. I'm sorry, you you totally <laughs> are. But you're also gonna have that like I envision like when you're like a little kid and you're playing with your like awesome electric toy when you first get it, it's really really fast, and then when it's like at the end of life, it's like. Bleh. Yeah, and but then like, you get okay. Now I got to push this two blocks because I'm out of juice. <laughs> yeah. No, you well, just find a plug. That too with the scooter E though too. Come on, let's be it's, honest. It's, it's possible, but that was much bigger. You could carry a much bigger battery. This one's much smaller. So if you have a four block commute, is it going to hold enough of a charge? 
uh, maybe at the beginning of his life, but a month, two months, six months, a year into it, who knows? I don't. Yeah, it's funny what you're saying, Chad, because one of the one of the uh, paragraph in the official uh, press release is the ideal last mile solution. So eventually, you would have no gas in your media. You would take this one out, and then you would have no electricity in this one, and finish <laughs> by walking. You just have to walk. But, you know, but which, <laughs> which is the healthier alternative, anyway? So really, everybody, get out and walk more. You could use it. There you go. This this is true, and, and and it is great to have that that secondary option where you could actually like maybe go get a can of gas because you've got this, and you know that is cool. But the thing is, who's going to be carrying this around in the back of their car all the time? Doesn't make no. yeah. It's it's it, what, what kind of gas mileage you're going to get if this thing is back there all the time too? You know, it only weighs, it only weighs forty pounds. It's not going to affect. I'm your sorry. Gas when was the you know? last time you lifted something that weighed forty pounds? That is heavy. Forty that pounds is, is a full on you know S light with a run flat on it. That you know, is like, heavy for most people. For most people, and I'm saying yeah, yeah, most people are the the average American weakling who doesn't do anything but watch TV and eat you know McDonald's. Um, 40 pounds is ridiculous. Yeah. They're going to pull something lifting this. I'm <laughs> yep, sorry. Yep, totally. It's it's not... Yeah. Um, there's a lot of feasibility of this to go, it's cool, but uh, you'd use it and put it in your garage and drive it around the neighborhood, and it's fun, and it's cute, and all the kids would think it's, you know, like, they'd be wanting to ride on. And uh, that's it. It's a gimmick. Oh, yeah. So this thing I'm, I'm reading on, so it has a, it looks like it has a range, roughly has a range of, it's, of it'll go 10 to 15 miles an hour. Yeah. And it'll go f- 10 to 15 miles. So basically, it has an hour-long capa- battery capacity is what this thing can go for an yeah. hour. Yeah. Which isn't horrible. I mean, if you're just using it to, you know, if you're, if you're like, using it to, like, finish your commute to work, I'm sure you've got electricity at your work. You just kind of plug it in unless it requires some kind of, unless it's going to require some kind of stupid, you know, proprietary adapter. Um, otherwise, I don't know. It's not. Uh, I don't know. I said before oh. the show, like I think Alex is the only one who who likes this and said he'd get one. But to me, I think it, it's it's cool. But it's like an iPad. I have an iPad and I never use it. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I rarely and, use uh, it. And how ridiculous would an old fat guy like me look riding this thing? Yeah, I'm honestly <laughs> no anybody. Sorry, I, just I think this in my mind. Sorry. I think Thank anybody. You, Thank I think you. anybody <laughs> would look ridiculous riding this. Chad thing. would look. Chad would look hot riding that. Eh, maybe with a Ga- cape, but. <laughs> Gabe <laughs> <laughs> would look okay riding this device. No, he would I, never I do it. He would it never do it. Kind of useless and and kind of uh, not really you know what you need because it, we had this discussion tonight actually while we were having Snowmageddon you know thirty seconds uh, long type of, you know effect going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody is close enough for the most part. It's like okay. Even if you run out of whatever, you need to walk somewhere. You have what, maybe a half a mile to yeah. to get to somewhere to be able to talk to somebody in a human. You know, that's five minute in, walk. Come on, yeah, people. We're not, we're not in the Grand Canyon where you've got to go for fifty miles yeah. to get to the first you know settle uh, civilization. It's a five ten minute walk. It most people live within a distance of a you know a grocery store or a party store or something within within two minutes. Uh, I'm not necessarily thinking that this is going to be the uh, the end all be all uh, item that uh, Mini wants. Uh, the concept is great. The idea is good. 
um, they had some uh, some dollars that they needed to spend and put it into something else, and this well, is where they they spent it. But uh, that's funny. Well, I think it we made all... sense that they it made sense that they put out at the same time that they you know they showed the stuff with the super Legera side by side. So you get the electric the electric vehicle concept uh, you know experiment, and then you've got the electric scooter experiment concept thing. So I mean that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, so, no, I think yeah. we all like it as a concept, and uh, I would still would have rather than made the full size scooter though. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I, I would still buy one to this day, even if it was upwards of ten grand. I think I would still buy one myself yeah. uh, because I liked the design so well. It was it was vintage, but yet still looked like a mini. And that was maybe the problem I'm seeing with this one. It's like, okay, yeah, it's got some mini wheels on it, but it still just kind of looks like a scooter Raz. So to that to that extent, uh, to that extent, actually. Uh, this thing looks like something I've seen somewhere else. Like it doesn't, you you're know, right. except for the wheels, you're right, Chad. Like I don't yeah. see it anything say particularly mini, mini on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the question is, it, it seems to be very, very close to actually being produced. Is that something that Mini would produce in-house or is it something no. that they would outsource? And the second like question is... Like from because you can buy these now at Pet Boys. Well, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, and they come with a seat. And they had an electric scooter for a while at Target that you could get and it wasn't that expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and I don't remember what I, somebody mentioned it in one of the comments anyway, but there's a number of electric scooters on the market. So it's nothing unique. It doesn't it the design of it while it's cool that it folds up. I think that is the genius in the engineering of it. Well, it's got cool wheels. Yeah, it's got the cool wheels, but otherwise it doesn't really scream mini um yeah. except in the idea of it, the concept of it, if you will. So, you know, I just think we, we all look at it and go, all right, if electric scooters were really a good idea, the ones that are on the market now, we'd see them everywhere. <laughs> and, and we don't. And we don't. So, you know, uh, way to go, Minnie. I, I mean, I don't. If, if you, in the White Refrain listening audience, when you're out and about during your day, you know, you're on, you know, you're doing your foot walk to work because you live in a big city. And if you are just surrounded by packs of people riding electric scooters. Yeah. No, well, it's not happening. It on the show notes. It's not happening. No, it's not. So. Let's move on. Um, this is the one that, that actually we're really excited to talk about. And that is the uh, press release of the, the, the JCW stuff, including and or including the JCW tuning kits. Which is funny because they're calling this, a, well, they're not even officially calling this a tuning kit. In the press release, which is completely full of mumbo jumbo and doublespeak, and when it gets to talking about the oh the video actual, that's um the one that Alex did during yes, the Matrix states the actual and when it gets to talking about the actual you know tuning kit they called it the Mini Cooper uh, the Mini Cooper S three door da 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 um, here it is and this is the words exactly from the press release. Mm-hmm. Uh, the John Cooper Works streamlining program is supplemented with tailpipe covers and a John Cooper Works air inlet cover in carbon, as well as 18-inch John Cooper Works light alloy wheels in crossbook design uh, in the color jet black. Okay? That is okay. all it says about this. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, now, it what what this is, basically, is it's just an exhaust. It's the exhaust that we tried out on Mini Takes the States. Um... It's an exhaust with a, a track mode flap door, if you will, to make it into yeah. a straight pipe. And it's got a little, I think it's a Bluetooth remote that we were using. And it, yes. will, it will have that also. And there's tuning, basically ECU tuning, that adds 15 horsepower. They're right. basically calling this a JCW tuning kit, like a dealer-installed tuning kit. 
which I totally okay. understand. But from the press release, it makes it sound like there's some sort of air inlet and carbon fiber and JCW 18-inch wheels. Maybe they maybe they swap out the, the intake, not the intake manifold. Maybe they, they put in a free flow um, what intake they, filter. What do they mean air, by air inlet cover? That's John a fancier Cooper intake cover. Air inlet cover. What is, Chad, what do you think that it. means, Mr. Mechanic? I think it's a somebody who is... It's the cover, the top of the uh, air filter? Yeah, it's the top of the air filter, but it's, it's basically somebody that is writing an article that doesn't know anything about cars. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> what I thought. Or it's been translated three times. In, into, it started out in Japanese, then it was translated into German, and then it was translated into English. And, and then this back is, to German and back to English. <laughs> this is, yes, exactly. And this is what we ended up with. Cause I'm going, what the hell are they talking about? Well, I mean, it's true because the, the cover for the intake is a cover. Yes, and they're and they're not lying. It is and a carbon cool. fiber intake cover. It would okay, be cool. So the John Cooper Works intakes, as of late, are basically a paper round filter in a different flowing box with a little less sound, sound baffling than you would from the stock box. So overall, performance wise, as as a guy who you know plays with these all the time, it's not it's not this great you know boost in horsepower. You get a little more sound. You get some cooler badging and stuff. But it's, I don't feel it's worth the, the the fancy money that you're spending. Oh, um, you didn't oh, drive yeah, this. Yeah, so Chad, you didn't drive this car. You didn't drive this car. But I'd pay two thousand dollars for the sound alone. I'm reading this, and and my guy here in Arizona does the same kind of work that Chad does, and he's been doing a lot of like high end, you know, three stage tunes and stuff like this. This is basically a really, 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 really mild tune. With an amazing exhaust is all this really is, and some carbon fiber bits. Yeah, it could be, and that's you know, fifteen. Until, I mean, a fifteen horsepower tune. That's nothing. Yeah, Until that's not a really lot see for a turbo what it car. Is, and, and we get to experience all the stuff, and we actually see what is released. It's going to be hard to say what it is because a guy writing an article that says you know a carbon fiber intake cover. Well, well, yeah, it, it it's is not a cover. It's not it just not fiber. It, you know, it's not just not a chat. It's, pre- it's a press release. So, this is direct from many. Experience, speaking of experience, Todd, can we do we have something that we can put in right here? Yeah, we could put that. Let's let's play a little bit audio here from this car that we drove, a prototype of yes. of this, and I'm using air quotes here, tuning kit, which I just yeah. say it's an exhaust with with uh, with software. So f- here's here's a little audio clip of that. <laughs> So, so that sounds pretty awesome, and I think DB and myself and Alex, we were all in the car, and we all got a chance to drive the car with this. We used like a tank of gas in 10 miles. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm yes, sorry. I, and Dud said at the end he would buy two, two of them. Yes. At the, yeah. at the and, and I have to apologize for Chris for using so much gas, but oh my God, that was so awesome. At the estimated price point of this, of, of $2,000, I would pay that for this sound. Now, this sound that you hear, the audio clip, when you... Uh, flip the switch that is not approved for street driving now granted it was loud but I've heard Harleys on the road that are louder I've heard Subarus on the road that are louder I just say screw it 
You get a ticket, you get a ticket. It's up to you. If there's a sound ordinance where you are, Minnie's not responsible. You can't blame them because they say it's track mode only, okay? I say buy this now. As soon as it hits the market, you be on the list to buy it because my guess is it's going to be retuned and they're going to cut it back because yep. it is too extreme for me. My opinion yeah, is when when we drove this car, I'm like, there's no way this is going to come to market. It is too extreme. Awesome. It is too awesome. Sounds like there's this fire is, coming out of the is, back. It's very this possible. is very sad. This is very sad that... Uh, that you know, if they would put this, like they would turn this a little bit, you know, moving forward as they receive complaint, because I think Chris told us that this this exhaust would not come uh, default on the uh, F56 JCW. Right. And, and since you know, I'm I'm very you know I'm waiting patiently for this car to come out, uh, and I'm expecting to have a very very nice you know sound uh, coming out of the exhaust, which would not be as awesome as this one. And by the time I get the car. That thing could be actually be toned down, and it's it's very sad. It's very frustrating. I just I just don't understand what are the rules for this because in, in Boston on Newberry Street sometimes you have you have very nice cars like Ferraris and 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 Lamborghinis, and those cars may make as much noise as this exhaust. Yes, I agree and, with you. And, and, and Harley Davidson motorcycles. The There's motorcycles yeah, driving down the street that make more noise than this. Exactly. Yeah. People are also paying six times more than for their cars and. Mini wants to sell quantity versus only no. sell six or seven and sell it at a super premium. So there, I mean, there's a I little still bit think, of a difference. But I still think JCW is a niche market. I don't think they're going to plan on selling a lot of these now. Yeah, but once think of how many R56 JCWs are. I mean, there's tons. Yeah, but not that many. That was the thing about JCWs. Uh, they never sold enough of them, and the numbers proved that out. It was like, they, it sucked. It was a terrible seller, but they kept it around because, you know, a handful. Now, we know people because we know enthusiasts. Right. But I mean, the, I see them all the time. And I'm just, in the yeah. general market, my dealer maybe sold one a month, and that was a lot. They were one of the top JCW sellers. Okay. I rarely see a JCW in the wild. Yeah, yeah. It, they're just not out there. They were not selling well. And I don't think this will sell well either, which is a big tragedy. Because all of us uh, you know, who drove this, um, I'm like, if you have an F56S, dude, go to your dealer now and put the money down for this. It's yeah, going exactly, to cost you two grand and probably a couple of hours of install. So maybe another two, three hundred dollars of uh, installation for it. It is worth it, in my opinion. So why do you think you won't sell it, Todd? Um, you know, I, I just think people aren't performance-oriented anymore. The mini, the mini buying uh, uh, community, if you will, is going in. And this is what I see every day. People coming in to buy cars. They want the cheapest car on the lot. They don't even want well, to upgrade the floor mats. They're so cheap. Yeah, but so, this but was uh, not made for those folks in the first place. No, it wasn't. But the, the no, percentage but of people buying is so small like us. What's not, to say, what's not to say that somebody doesn't buy an F56, become an enthusiast, much like mo- most of us have. I think it and will. And then, then they could go back and say, oh, you know what? Maybe I want to jazz my car up a little bit. Hey, won't you give me a JCW kit? That'd be rad. Which I think is the... Uh, that's the a lot of people did that. DB, I think that's the glass half full um, uh, perspective of this, and I like it. And I would recommend, you know, Alex, if you if you're waiting, this is where you're on the fence. What you just said was, you think you want the full factory JCW. However, 
this probably isn't going to come with the factory JCW. This exhaust, okay? No, yeah, it'll probably sad. still be an, it'll probably still be an add-on. Personally, I would rather go buy a Cooper S and add this to it and have 204 horsepower because basically that's what you're going to end up with is the 189 yep. in the Cooper S plus 15. You'll yep. be at 204, which is decent mm-hmm. instead of the uh, what we are told the possibility of being 220 to 230 horsepower factory edition. You're going to have a whole lot more horsepower, but you're not going to have as and, much fun and sound. And you'll have a, and you'll have a little bit more reliability because this will be just a regular S, not the JCW. Well, Alex, which would you rather have? And because the JCWs, you have to keep in mind, JCWs usually wound pretty tight. And there's probably yeah. going to be a uh, a better sh- insurance premium. Yeah. So exactly. so uh, so so right as of today, I, I would say probably you know go for the S and pay the two thousand dollar extra. The reason I'm not saying the reason I'm not saying like for sure is because. When when I'm comparing this to, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and when I'm comparing this to uh, what BMW is doing with the uh, M performance package and and what you get from a from a straight M car, right? It's two different sounds. Right. But, uh, those are two very very good sounds. So maybe the JCW would have a total different sounds. That's true. But that, that could still be very good. So I I need yeah. to actually hear what the JCW um, is going to be like. The thing that I'm worried about though is that I I. I arrive on the market by the time the this this kit has received you know some critics from 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 uh, users and Mini is forced to tone it down That's for whatever what, reason. That is why I'm saying. Or here is another possibility: is that by the time this kit actually hits the market, it will sound nothing like the one we drove on Mini Takes the States. It will be toned down already, which is my yeah. fear. Um, it'll still be good. It'll still be much better than stock, but I think they're probably going to tone it down a little bit more because, like I said, I think that what, the one we drove in August was extreme, and it was like, there's no way they're ever going to come to market with this. It is, it's insane. It was insanity for a Mini. I mean, it was so much fun. So that, I think, we got to wait till January or until videos yeah. surface of the later JCW. Of the JCW, yeah, yeah later in December. And uh, so when we then, you can make the real decision. So I don't know. I, I have a question. And since none of us, we, we can speculate on this because none of us really have any technical knowledge about this exhaust. I wonder if this exhaust would bolt into a Cooper. Uh, no, because it's, it's, it's completely different shaped underneath the car. Really wrong size, yeah. Yeah, it's, no, it's the wrong size. Shaped Dang. completely That's badly. Sad. You know, the, the one thing that I've been thinking about the entire Go time ahead. we've been talking about this is... You know, yes, exhausts are very important. I I like a really good exhaust. I would never have anything that doesn't sound good on my car. And I Mm. love the way the Fiat 500 sounds. It sounds amazing. In the Barth version, sorry. Right. It sounds amazing. But I still don't want one of those cars. No. No. And I've driven one. I don't like the interior. I don't like the way it it, uh, kind of looks overall. It's a horrible car. It handles... Okay, it's not great, but it's better than your Chevy Malibus, yeah. or uh, Chevy Cruises, which we're going to talk about. Which, a little bit yeah, later. which we you know, segues into a later discussion. But I definitely think that a loud exhaust on the Mini has its uh, has its it has its right spots, and Mini needs to find that. And it's not necessarily the burbles. And that could be controlled by a button, but it definitely needs to have that throatier, growly sound because some mm. people get really scared when it does the popping, 
and others don't, but it, it needs to it needs to have a really good throaty tone like the Abarth right. does. Yeah. And if and that's what this exhaust sounds it like, it does. Then that's awesome. And they need to bring that out and just be like, This is you know, this you test drove this car, this is what it sounds like, this is what you got. Yeah, which yeah, I, f- I think I, I agree. So for the people who are afraid of the burble, I think they should just get off the streets. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what it is. Or maybe execute it or something. Well, I and you know they brought but, it back. Like you had to press the sport button to get it now. Yeah, but like it's you know so so this you 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 have the spurt button right, and then you have this thing you have the remote where you have to to click on it to get the right sound of it. It's like it's so many subterfuge to get to the the, the real sound of the the sound that we've been looking for for so for for such a long time because you know honestly we all want the sound to come out like to be straight like the factory sound for any any mini right now. Right. The, the problem is like it's 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 kind of it's getting more and more difficult as time goes on, and even the things such as this one that are supposed to give us that sound, they, there is a risk of them being toned down. So in the at the end of the day, like you you're not gonna buy a, a mini accessory. You're gonna go aftermarket, buy something else to get the sound you really want. And this is very unfortunate because I'm the kind of person who have who like to have everything from the same brand. I, I just don't want to have like two, so many different brands on my car. It's just the right. way the way I work. And I know a lot of people are like this, and it's it's unfortunate. I, I agree with you too. And and one more thing, and then we can move on from this topic is, and I know a couple of people have commented on this also, and that is if Mini were to come out with a Cooper version of this, and DB, you alluded to it. You're like, I wonder if this would yeah. fit. If they came out with a Cooper version of this, all bets are off. I think they'd sell a yeah. ton of them. No, but see, the problem with that is, remember when they did the JCW Tuner, the JCW Cooper kit for the R50, right? They didn't and sell we, well until a, we reviewed it, it and they stopped it making it. It didn't sell well until, because nobody knew about it. Yeah. So that's one of those things where they have to say, oh, hey, by the way, even if you want to save a couple dollars and get the better fuel economy, blah, 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 the Cooper, well, here's a little bit of spit and polish for you guys, too. Let's give you guys a fancy exhaust as well. Because what is the one question? We've been doing this show for, uh, you know, going on 10 years going now. Going on 10 years. And the one question that we get asked over and over and over again for the past Is it electric? Years, no. It's, it's what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? What kind of tuning can you put on a Cooper? I have a Cooper. I don't have an S. I want to yeah. do something. And nothing. since since the JCW sound the kit, R56, you can't nothing. do anything because they've got all the power out of that engine that you can get. You can do intake and right. exhaust, and you get a little bit of noise and a baby bit of horsepower, but you really can't get much more out of it. But now with this um, new car that it's turbocharged. This new car, turbocharged, man. I'd, as I'm still looking at a Cooper. And if you can get a, uh, a JCW sound kit for this that oh, maybe right. would add, let's say, 10 horsepower instead of 15 and make it sound like this, dude, you'd be all over that, like, exactly, stink on a that, dead fish. Because that would, that would still keep the Cooper under 160 horsepower, which is nowhere yep. near the Cooper S, right? They could still charge the $2,000 for it. Yep. Done and done. You know, if I could get it, basically, if I could go and get the JCW interior kit, um, most of the JCW body kit that I don't really care for, and a JCW tuning kit on a Cooper... So I'd be able to make a JCW car without the mail slot in the front, uh, and, be, and have like a, what uh, eighty less horsepower. I'd yeah. be okay with that. Yeah, I think I mean, it would be a. I think it would be a decent seller. And oh yeah. if if Mini is so interested in expanding into the SUV range and you know the four door range, why don't they go lower and add something for the Cooper and and more accessories and more JCW accessories? They offer the uh, the exterior kit, which then I guess could segue onto our next topic. Which is um, 
the uh, the JCW Arrow kit, basically, which is out. Right. It's at dealers, and we mentioned in our last show, or I mentioned in our last show, that yeah. included for no extra charge is the sport suspension, the $500 sport suspension. And right. we verified that. I've got pictures of the uh, sticker on a car yes. that it is included. Um, basically, what you get with the JCW exterior uh, kit is... Um, what did I list here? Actually, I gotta you go. get the. I gotta look at your comment, but it's it's basically it's the body kit. Here's my note. Yep, the body kit as listed. Sport suspension. I'm gonna looking at the sticker right now. Here's a picture of the sticker. Um, the and you get the JCW 17 inch track spoke wheels in either silver or black. That's your only choice. Um, which really right. it's a which seven. Is, that's it's, an, it, it's a good looking wheel. So let's say your exterior package. Let's start here. Twenty five hundred dollars is the cost of the right. exterior package on the S. You get the 17-inch JCW track spoke wheels, which is a $750 upgrade. Okay? okay. So let's start here. You've got $2,500, and then that's a $750. You're right. at $1,750 now. Next, you get the um, rear spoiler, body, the rear the JC, JCW spoiler, which is a $250 option. So oh, take the, the spoiler on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $250 off of that. You get white turn signals, which is another $100. Yeah. Um... Then you're at $1,400. And then now you get the uh, sport suspension, which included, which is $500. That basically brings your your arrow kit to $900. That's the cost. That's a smoking deal. That's the cost of the arrow kit for JCW. And I'm like, it's a a really good value for this JCW exterior pack right now as it stands. Now, a question that's been asked is what if you want, and, and Alex, you asked this question, what if you want the dynamic damper system? You can get yep. that. It's going to cost you five hundred extra dollars. You can't swap it out for free, right. even though it's the same price as the sport suspension. The sport suspension and the dynamic dampering is both five hundred dollar option. I think I think it wouldn't make sense to. I mean, I just has a question out of curiosity, and because I saw someone make the comment on monitoring file, but I think it just doesn't make sense for someone to order this kit and then asking for the automatic dampers. Just because if you're asking for this kit, you want the most sport. Uh, sport I mean, you want the sportiest option that there is right yeah and we all know that the the when you turn on the uh the sport mode on the with the with the dampers it's actually 30 percent less stiff than the regular sport right so why would you want to order this and that's my attitude is get the sport get the no cost option sport suspension and call it a day yeah, I think that's what we're all kind of agreeing with here, right? <laughs> you know what? There, there was also uh, something else uh, interesting on this post. All those pictures of all those different accessories with different colors. Like you were talking about the business case for the exhaust. I'm like, I- I'm seeing all those accessories that nobody is going to buy. The green stuff? <laughs> the green graphics? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then you don't make, you know, like the... The, the exhaust for the Cooper seems to be the obvious business case, unless, I mean, you know, I don't know all the data, I don't know, you know, all of the marketing, you know, materials that they have, all the marketing insights that they have, but it's just, you know, those accessories don't make sense to me, while the exhaust totally makes sense, uh, I don't know. I, I agree uh, with you, and basically that's the majority of this press release, is talking about the JCW accessories, which have been around for a while, they've, they've actually been available since almost the launch of the F56, so um, that in in and of itself was a majority of this, and you're going nobody's going to buy that stuff. They really need to spend yeah. their time on buying buy the rest of this. Right. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Anyway, and finally tonight for motoring file, uh, Spotify. Finally, Spotify comes to Mini Connected. I was most excited about this. Um, you can now play back Spotify right directly from your iPhone right through Mini Connected, which is pretty rad. 
Yeah, but you want to have Taylor Swift. You want to have Taylor Swift. Yep, you want, but you do get, but you do, you do get Eddie money. You won't be able so. to shake it off. Just yeah. Um, so, but I was looking at this post, and there's like a ton of apps that are now Mini Connectedified. If you look over at the post at motoringfall.com, there's the GoPro app, Glimpse, uh, Stitcher, which is one of our favorites. We knew about it already. Now Spotify, Audible, um, Amazon Cloud Player, which is really that's, I mean that's kind of huge right there. Plus a couple others that I've never heard of. That's why I skipped them. I mean, honestly, what's Deezer? Has anybody heard of Deezer? No. no yeah. Idea. Well, of course, Alex yeah, has. Is that weight integration? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's because oh, I have weight thing for Alex. Deezer, Deezer was, uh, I think, started in France. That's why. Oh, see there. I think. Go. All right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I was excited about that. So go check that out. And of course, there's still no uh, support for Android phones. So. So anyway, that's disappointing but, as well. But. It's but okay. No, it's no, it's not. not. It's, it's disappointing. It should work for all phones. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway, um, let's, let's be done with the news from MotoringFile.com. Yeah, after and the break, me, we'll come back, and we're going to talk about Winterize Your Mini. We're going to talk about the airbag recall, and we're going to talk about crappy Chevrolets. And I'm going to pick on Alex about ways. So let's yes. remind you guys first about OutMotoring.com. Uh, Mini Performance Speed and Style is one of our favorite places. It's the Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. Uh, another great place to go do some Christmas shopping. Go over to OutMotoring.com. Anything that you want for any Mini is available pretty much at outmotoring.com from uh, the 2002 uh, R50 all the way up to the F56. Anything that you want. Uh, interior, cool interior stuff, uh, cool exterior stuff, go fast parts, um, car care products, tools. You want to tow something with your Mini, outmotoring.com is going to hook you up there over at their at this. I guess they'll put a link in the show notes so you can go look it up. Um, but that's really rad. All the cool stuff is over at outmotoring.com. Go over there, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and I want you to sign up for the email newsletter. When you do that, when you get an email from them, it comes with a very handy dandy 5% discount coupon. Right there. It's your own code. And it just goes you put it in the order, and you get 5% off anything that you order from outmotoring.com. Super duper awesome. I want you guys to go over there and check it all out. Uh, go waste like your, you know, like half of a day at work. Just poking around and seeing all the things you can get over at outmotoring.com, um, and you'll be just blown away at all the stuff. I'm just saying. Anyway, it's outmotoring.com. Mini Performance Speed and NM Engineering RSE 18 18-inch wheels. That's uh, outmotoring.com. That's a damn fine-looking wheel, too. Just saying. Just saying. So, Alex. DB. So, I'm, I'm reading on Kinja. I think I was on Kinja I was reading. So, there's people Kinja. in L.A. Yeah. There, there's people in L.A. now that, because Waze is routing people through, yeah. like, you know, residential areas, people that are living in these residential areas are, like, now reporting, like, accidents and <laughs> fires and a lots of police activity to keep ways from routing people <laughs> through their neighborhoods. How okay, awesome so, is that? They're totally, so, so they're have, totally working the system. So this is there's a very good explanation for this. Uh, I mean, obviously, Waze is awesome, so we all know that, except for DB, obviously. But the the reason those accidents are happening is not because of Waze; it's because of Americans. Which <laughs> no, 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 these people, no, they're these not people accidents. Are, I, no, they're, I agree. They're, I agree. No, what are you saying is these, these th- people are posting fake, fake accidents. Yeah, they're not real accidents. They're just they're trying not real to. Accidents. They're fake. Yeah. They're reporting accidents in their neighborhood to keep ways from tr- from routing traffic through their neighborhood. They're using social oh, media oh, awesome. ag- social media against itself is what they're doing. Yes, I think <laughs> it's completely awesome. 
All right, sorry. Anyway, that's, that's I read, I read about that, and I thought of you instantly, and, and that, it's just that little bit, and it was funny, and I saw it over at Jalopnik, and it was hilarious. But see, this is this is basically what DB doesn't like about Waze, and why when we use it, we weren't big fans of it. And and one is the uh, the uh, the police spotting, if you will, and radar. Yeah. By the time you see it, it happened five, ten minutes ago. They're gone. It's in a different place. It's so ineffective. Right. And uh, the, 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 the traffic reporting is okay. Yeah, it's but it's like all the other stuff. It just makes a lot of noise, and it's for no and it's for no use. So I, I agree. I agree with you guys on, on the police, but um, so so for do, for doing the Boston to New York uh, route very often, at least once a month, it's for me. It's uh, it's it's very useful. The, like, the traffic thing is very useful. Right. I gain at least a good hour every time I do the the trip using Waze. And I remember the few times when I, you know, when I was not using Waze before, and it was taking me four hours and a half, even five hours to get to New York. Now, I get there in about like three hours, three hours and a half. Uh, it's 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 really good. I mean, it's really really good. And I agree with you on the on the cops thing. It's sometimes it's really it's not yeah. it's not accurate at all. But it wasn't meant to to be built to for, for this purpose. It was meant to build for the. For the traffic thing. Right. And I, I, I have a solution for you. I have, I have a different solution. Is get a Mini with uh, Mini Connected and the dynamic traffic. It is as effective or more so. And we found that driving through New York, it rerouted us a few times and actually yeah. saved us quite a bit. We actually That's caught okay. up with you at some point because of being rerouted. Yeah. So I th- okay. so you. It works actually great this thing because I never trusted it on the on the manufacturer's uh, yes. devices. Yes, no, okay. we use it all the time in in the mini we've got here. It is quite effective and quite accurate almost to the minute about the accidents and I don't know what they use for, you know, tracking that information, but it is it is also very effective. I I do like the the built-in. I think it's one of the valuable features of mini connected and navigation. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Mo- moving on. Moving uh, on. Hey, so, let's talk about this so airbag let's recall. Let's talk about this airbag thing because that's all. Any, I listen to the radio, driving to work, driving home. Right. Turn on the television, listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, I look up in the sky and skywriters are writing stuff, and it says like all about the airbags. They're saying if Apparently, you own a car, airbags are the new Ebola. Yeah. If you own a car, on Fox News, all they're talking <laughs> about is airbags, and my parents are calling me <laughs> totally misinformed. And I'm just like, Mom, you need to stop watching Fox News. Well, because for the Honestly. longest time, they showed the BMW logo. And everybody knows that BMW owns Mini. And yes. uh, people were getting worried. And they were calling dealers. And service departments were starting to lose their shit. Because they were answering so many calls a day. And they're like, no, it doesn't affect Minis. No, it doesn't affect Minis. It's only a, it's the E46 3 Series. And it's a very limited number of those at that. And if I'm not mistaken, it's only affects cars in, high, in areas of high heat and high humidity. Well, Mostly high humidity, which is what's that's causing what Taka- those things to blow up. That's what Takata is saying. That's their response. But they're right. actually, the uh, um, National Transportation and Safety Administration is, is saying, no, you need to recall all of these. Which is, it, it's understandable at some point. Because there have been deaths okay if you could die you know i understand there really needs to be a recall so um it wasn't affecting minis even though bmw was on the list until until now there is a very small window between february and may if you have a cooper and for some reason it was the cooper not the cooper s uh and it might have been both i don't know no i think it was only the cooper I think it was only the Cooper also, which which raised my eyebrows because i'm like wait a minute we have a 2014 cooper that was built in late spring um right. and then i realized no it wasn't ordered until the 10th of june so we're we're off the hook there plus they would contact you so yeah. there's a f- very few number i'm i'm talking dozens of these maybe only a few dozen affected um right. 
uh, uh, minis. But there are some. A 2014 Cooper, uh, very early on. So um, if, if that's Watch, the case, check keep it, an eye on your keep an eye on your mailbox. Just You'll be notified. And if you're really worried, get your VIN number. Write your VIN number down and go online and search. You know mm-hmm. the recall, and you'll be able to search for it on the uh, National Transportation Highway Safety Administration, <clears throat> whatever acronym it is. Well, plus next time you're in for service, they'll pull your VIN anyway. They're exactly. going to run your VIN, and they're going to see what bulletins are available for your car. And I'm telling and you, there's probably thirty. Care and there's probably thirty-seven of them if you have a 2014 <laughs> or 2015. There might might be forty-two. I'm not, I am not joking about that. There is a lot. Many of you. The other one that was a full-on recall that I read about just today is um, in the Cooper only because it has a spare tire. The, oh, I read about this too, yeah. The, the spare tire may be attached with a bolt, a locking nut. That, that should be a locking nut, and it's not, and it could come unscrewed. And our car was affected by that, and we didn't even know it the last time it was in for service. They uh, they took care of it. This was like a month ago, and it's right. just now hitting the web and social media. And I kind of yeah. want to go... This is a problem that was solved a month ago, and people are just now talking about it. Well, there's maybe there's people that haven't had service yet, so that's one of those things. If you have an R, it is. If you have an F56 Cooper, that will. If you haven't had it fixed yet, it'll be fixed on your next service. Visit. Because the way that works, if you have a Cooper and it has a spare tire, you lift up the back, <clears throat> and there is a, uh, a bolt, basically that you unscrew, and then the tire drops down from underneath, and you can pull the tire out. So it is understandable. It's basically not a danger to you, but a danger to other people. <laughs> if your tire right. came loose right. and went bouncing behind you, it's going to hurt somebody else. It's not going to hurt yeah. you. You know, you know a good fix for that, don't you? Yeah. Is the Detroit Tune uh, spare tire you get from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Just take the spare tire out of there Boom. completely, right? <laughs> yeah, take the spare tire out completely, and then you just punch up DetroitTune.com, and you just get the one that fits in your back seat. And you, put a, you put one of Chad's custom-made bags over it so it keeps inside of your car clean. Yes. Done and done. So is it me? Is it me, or are there more, uh, more uh, um, this year especially, and this year and last year? Are there more like recall stories than ever before, um, or is it just no. business well, as usual? Because it's so there is. I think with all stories, like pretty much every other actually, week. No, not for many. It's been pretty light so far. No, 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 no. I'm t- all cars. Yeah, I'm talking. Oh, I'm all talking cars. In general, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in general, yeah. yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people that are are trying to find the. Uh, the loopholes, and they're trying to get something for free. I mean, well, I already, I already read a, a thing about uh, the whole mini MPG that we've been talking about lately on the last couple of shows. There's already a couple in Florida that are already doing a class action lawsuit against oh, it. I told over, you, it was, like it's just a matter one, of time before people get stupid. Mile per gallon. I know, right? Yeah, and but this like, one is is, is legitimate, uh, the, uh, Chad. It, this it, one is legitimate. For the rest, maybe, but this one is totally legitimate. The the airbag but, and everything else, the the full oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, are dangerous. Legitimate. It's just at what point do you you just be like, okay, yeah, we're gonna fix it. And in answer to Alex, yeah, yeah, yeah. answer to Alex, a, a clash assassin lawsuit. No, I th- need that. I think the answer to Alex's question is the the recalls that have been happening this year and the ones we've heard about with GM. People are actually dying. Okay, that is a big yeah. deal. It's it's a big deal if there's a fault that a company knows about that they can fix that is causing people to die. That is a problem, and I think that is that is when we have to have a recall. If it's right. if it's something small, something weird, they do they typically don't do a recall. There'll be a campaign, okay, where it's like, okay, we're gonna fix this, and that's what I said. Is it's it's when you go into your dealer and you have a fourteen or a fifteen. There's not recalls. It's there's twenty or thirty campaigns to fix everything from a seat back that doesn't recline properly. They adjust that to uh, software updates to all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. stuff. So I. <laughs> 
I think just the GM recall thing is what we were hearing about, and now this airbag thing, which affects a lot of freaking cars, a lot of cars, um, all kinds of brands of cars. Now, and that's because people have died. So yeah. that's yeah, okay. that's it. All right, fair that's enough. It. And right. speaking of dying or not dying, speaking, or having, speaking of dying, or having an accident, um, we got the we got the mini fix this past week. Oh, good! And um, everything's nice. it's, it's funny because sorted out, right? I was joking with the guys because I said the 2014 Chevrolet Cruze is a pile of crap, but it's only twenty one thousand dollars. So what do you expect? That's that's what we got in uh, in so rental co- rental compensation for <laughs> taking the mini in was a Chevy Cruze. And okay. I said, here's what needs to happen. There's a, there's a problem in the insurance industry is when you have rental car insurance, if your car is broken and it goes in for repairs and you're covered for a rental car, right? They basically give you a rental car by class, by size, okay? And I'm like, that is complete and utter bullshit because I went, we have a $30,000 car that is brand new with 2,000 miles on it. And you're giving me a piece of crap Chevrolet with hail damage and 40,000 miles on it that cost $21,000 new. Something is wrong with the system here. Because, you know, they're like, it, and I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, they want to give you a compact car. You know, they were yeah, going to give me like a Yaris. Like a 13. Yeah, but they can't finance that stuff. They can't finance like, you know, higher end cars just for, I mean, for renting. People are trashing those cars. What yeah. do you expect? Obviously, you're going to get a crappy car. Yeah, and, and most of them are going to be crappy anyway. But it's like, hey, yeah. if, you, if you have a minivan, they're going to give you a minivan. If you have an SUV, they're going to give you an <laughs> SUV. And I'm like, well, that, that kind of makes sense a little bit. But it kind of pissed me off. I felt a little disrespected. It's like, no, 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 no. No, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this piece of crap. Give me something decent. I gave you a decent car. But anyway, that's my little my little rant for so, the day. So I got the Chevy <laughs> Cruze for a couple of days. Um, it was a soulless piece of crap that dr- you could drive with your pinky. The power steering in a GM car is so amazing that it is like playing a video game rather than driving in a car. And um, my lady friend said after driving it for a day, she's like... Here is something I've come to this realization. People who grew up driving American cars and have never driven anything else think this is how cars should drive. They all need to go drive a Mini Cooper and drive it hard and drive it around a corner and realize this is what it's supposed to feel like driving a car and become complete converts. Uh, Yeah, but your lady friend also, uh, I mean, you know, she knows that most people actually don't care about this. Uh, yeah, they I just want say. a vehicle to go to A to B. That's all. Yeah, and they want something comfortable. Fifty percent of the people don't care. That's what that's what amazes me the most is is you know it's like no 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 I was hooked the first time I got into a mini and drove it and went this is what it's supposed to feel like driving a car. Yeah, exactly. So and uh, we've had fun cars before. I had Honda, I had three different Honda CRXs and those were all fun cars to drive even though they had no horsepower. They were oh, fun boy, cars. Here we go on the Honda. You had a Honda Del Sol. It was a fun <laughs> car to drive. The whole point is about the driving fun and, you know, what, what's involved there and why the Mini is fun to drive. So that's, you know, after driving an American car this week, I'm like, oh, my gosh, people. The, the, it's full of sadness. The American car industry oh, yeah, it's is full of, full of sadness. sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep. That's, that's yep. You know, it's really that's funny because um, I've had the opportunity. I haven't had the opportunity to drive the Chevy Cruze, but I have driven the, the new Impalas. Yeah. And... For a soul-sucking, lifeless car, it's not horrible. And it's very <laughs> similar. Isn't that the 
Is that the? That's the big. It's the big version of the cruise. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. It's 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 a little bit. It's like a full size car. <sighs> I I I spent I spent like a day in that as a rental, and I, I mean, I wasn't like blown away, going, "Oh my god, this has to be my next car." But it was just like at the same time, it was like, this isn't horrible, you know, mm. for basic transportation, it wasn't bad. Yeah, and I guess if you're, you know, if you got a price point and you're like, hey, I've only got twenty, you know, twenty two thousand dollars to spend, that's what you're left with. That, there that's you go. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, so my, my dad told me, uh, I remember like when we were discussing, you know, I was, you know, learning to drive and stuff. And I told him, you know, this is going to be my first car, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, you're going to have to make a lot of money to get a car like this. And he, he says, you know, there's pretty of, uh, there's pretty of uh, good French cars that you can buy as a first car. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather like walk the subway <laughs> or drive a bi- or uh, you ride a bike than buy a french car then drive a peugeot <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you know that my dad actually had a peugeot once yeah and it cost him in four years it costed him like more in repair and service than his bmw in nine years <laughs> that's amazing that's insane this is insane that's somebody amazing. posted a review of the new peugeot 308 and uh, on the internet like in the last couple of weeks and it was just kind of made me chuckle yeah. Because that car has roll-up windows. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, really? Yes. Yes, we had one. We rented one in England that had roll-up windows in the back. No, the front. The front had electric, and the back had roll-up. That's was the crazy yeah. part. It's like, this what the sad. hell is that? Oh, <laughs> remember what's her yeah. face was in the back seat? Oh, she was cussing up a storm. Oh my that was gosh, so funny. That was adorable. That was a great trip. I think we were drunk that whole weekend. Yeah. Anyway, many anyway. United good times. Good let's talk about winterizing our minis. Let's do that. In fact, let's do exactly that because, you know, I'm sitting here in a sweater. I'm in Arizona. Everybody knows I'm I'm in the west side. I'm on the other side of the rock. It's 70 degrees and DB's else. freezing. No, right now it's like in the 60s and it's cold. I'm wearing a sweater. <laughs> I can't go for my bike rides if it's too early because oh. the temperature's in the 50s and I'm not properly equipped. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, 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 just, I just don't know what to do. I'm just, what is, just what is properly and, equipped? I mean, is that like heated hand grips and like <laughs> I don't, electric, I don't electric socks? I mean, no, I'm, I'm thinking I'm properly might. equipped. I think I, well, I need I need pants, electric bike shorts, dude. I need pants. I I, I don't know this pants concept. I'm just I'm just flabbergasted. Bike by. shorts is not something that anybody send in their life. all the people north of the Mason Dixon line can send your hate mail to db at white roof radio db at white roof radio dot com. Yeah. There you go. Tell them to go I'm suck not- it, especially people who are living in in, in Buffalo, Buffalo right now. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say anybody bastards. in the northern east coast areas. I mean, all of us have snow right now. Every single one of us. I mean. On- but honestly, if you're in Buffalo, GTFO, that's all I have to say. Yeah. What the F are you people doing up there? Yeah. Honestly. It, or it, it, oh, no. Just it move. always snows there. I mean, it, the, the lake effect comes it, into the Buffalo area, just, but just it move. just like that, <laughs> that warm lake just dumped all the snow right well, I, on top of those. And I got to say, so when you sorry. get six to ten feet of snow, nothing we are going to tell you tonight about winter as you me is going to make a damn <laughs> bit of difference. <laughs> You, you stay in bed, you yep. pull the covers up tight, and you make and some you, cocoa. And you hope you're stocked <laughs> up on booze. <laughs> and you hope your house doesn't collapse under the weight of the snow. I saw, I saw pictures of like people's housings collapse. You, know, you open the front door, and you see like a wall of snow. Right, and you know what I recommend? And this is, uh, this is the policy at the Pearson household in Rancho Supremo here <laughs> in Lenexa, Kansas. Rancho de, de, de Pearson. Is when snow is predicted, and they usually know a day in advance. They're like, it's going to be a big snow tomorrow. It's going to be a snow day for kids at school. Get yourself prepared. What Bread we do milk. is is we have snowmosas. 
Um, oh. We stock up on champagne and orange juice. And on a snow day, when nobody's going to work and nobody's leaving the house, it's like, screw it. We're drinking a couple bottles of champagne and mimosas. And so that's what I recommend and you, to people. And you chill them with snow. You can if you if you don't have electricity. But Next. Champagne you know. and what? Champagne and orange juice. Yeah. Orange it's called, juice? It's a mimosa. Yeah. Yes. A mimosa, Alex. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. It's from French. I was going to say, is it in French? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually a French thing. You know, <laughs> I, also, I think it's a French or, thing. Also, if you're not quite that fancy, you can also do a PBR and orange juice. Instead. Oh. Yeah. I, well, you'd have to have PBR actually, around the house, which never good. is the case around here, so. PBR mm, anyway. actually isn't bad. It's got to be really cold, though. Anyway, go. Already cold weather talk. Go now. And we had a uh, we actually had a, a, a listener question, our friend AJ, who's now in AJ of New Jersey, formerly of California. Oh, that poor girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wrote in, I think, with a question about frozen doors. Chad, did you get that? I did briefly see it on uh, forwarded on to the Gmail account. What are your recommendations if you have a mini and you live in a cold, icy, snowy environment? And we've talked about this before. We're just going to reiterate it again. What do you recommend people to do to keep their doors from freezing shut or well, to get them open when they are frozen shut? Well, you're going to need to warm the car to get them to get them open when they're frozen shut. Um, but there's going to be little things that you could do depending on what is actually freezing. If the door handle itself is freezing, um, spurting a little bit of oil in there, either uh, a three-in-one oil or some PB blaster. WD-40? Um, WD-40, too. Anything that will last a little while. WD-40, I know, will eventually evaporate. There is a new uh, waterproof or a, uh, a water-resistant WD-40 on the market um, that I have uh, a can of it here. White uh, white lithium grease in the spray form yeah. would be great, um, and have a, have a paper towel handy um, because you are going to get a little bit dribble out, and you want to wipe up what's around so you're not getting it on your hands, getting it on your clothes, mm-hmm. the interior of the car and stuff. Um, but uh, that should help keep some of that uh, from freezing up. Using a very light thin coat of uh, like a petroleum jelly or something on the weather stripping that would keep your windows from freezing to your weather strip. Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Or uh, also don't spray your car down with water yeah. on, the, on the night before it's supposed to freeze. Um, sure. I know that's a uh, kind of like, oh, well, duh. I don't, I don't do that. But, um, you know, any type of water that you've gotten from the car, if you keep a couple of old microfibers or maybe you've got that old sweatshirt from gym class back in the your early 80s that you're like, you know what, I don't need this, cut it in half, use that gym shirt to uh, wipe the seal around your car when you know that it's really wet um, and well, help and get it, rid of some of that water in there. The thing people don't understand is let's say it snows one day and they, you know – Everything's fine. They get the car, drive it to work, and then it sits in the sun. What happens is that snow's melting, and it's running, and that's where your water is coming from that's freezing your door closed overnight, and the next morning is the afternoon. It warms up a little bit. That snow melts, and there's where the water comes from. So that's when you need to, when you get out of your car at the end of the day, make sure and wipe down the window all the way down the door jam and underneath the bottom of the door and get that moisture out of there because it's what's going to freeze and be one of the things. Now, you can usually rock the door open a little bit. And I've told people before, you can use your fob and roll the window down. And that way you can, like, even if your your door handle is frozen on the outside, that is a quick and easy way to, like, if you can't get that unfrozen, use your key fob, roll the windows down, (laughs) reach in, and open the door from the inside and kind of pull it a, a little bit there too 
That yep. is a quick and easy solution to a frozen door handle that usually works. Yeah. And you're not um, putting all that stress on the door handle trying to unfreeze it either because you can pull on the actual door itself with the window down. Right. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, is if you have, uh, you know, a garage, especially one that maybe got a little bit more heat to it, that's always great, too, because you can put it in at the end of the night. It's not going to freeze on you. Garage. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's amazing. I park my car inside a heated garage every night, and the car just melts off all magically. You come out the next morning, and it looks like a frosty white popsicle because it's got all that snow yeah. on it. But uh, you know, putting your car in a garage will actually help quite a bit, regardless yeah. of whether it's heated or not. So, um, if you have access to a garage, use it. <laughs> there you garage go. Garage for the win. There you go. Well, what else you got for us, Chad, in winterizing your mini? What are the things you recommend um, to do? Well, we've been having a lot of questions as of late, um, especially from a couple of White Roof Radio listeners already, um, about tires. And uh, one comes to mind, uh, a guy had bought a set of tires, and he went to his local store, and he was like, hey, uh, I need some snow tires. They're like, hey, we've got this great uh, this great snow tire for you here. Here you go. This is the price. Okay, no problem. Well... He didn't know anything about these tires, and, and unfortunately, it wasn't exactly what he was expecting. And um, the doing the research part of it is, is really important because not all snow tires are equal. You could have a uh, what they call a Blizzax uh, snow tire, a great snow tire. I have some. You, you could have the WS70s, which is a all-out you know, super snow tire, which is what you would need in Buffalo right now. Or you have the LM32s, which is their new performance snow tire, and it's Ooh. got a, it's got a, a rounded tread to the sidewall. It's got a little bit harder compound, so it's going to be really good in the snow, but it's also going to be great in the dry and give you all a nice all-around feeling, which is kind of what this guy was looking for. Or if you go with the WS WS70s, that thing is like riding on a piece of bubble gum, and you get up to freeway speed, and the whole car like kind of shimmies and shakes and floats and feels like you're like on a hoverboard like you almost never really have your balance but the car is in control but you're out of control at the same time <laughs> it's like a, driving a jeep with knobbies right <laughs> yeah it, it really it really is it's like the whole thing is just kind of moving around and that's purely because of the tread design and the rubber design and the the actual compound of the rubber now a performance snow tire is going to be a little bit harder compound you're going to give up a little bit of the deep snow traction, but you're going to have a much better all-around tire. Much more something that you're used to as far as an all-season goes, but the compound of the rubber on that performance tire is designed to be able to work in these lower temperatures. It's a, it's a cold weather, and they call it, I mean, anymore, people refer to them as snow tires, but I think most people are saying, no, you got to refer to them as winter tires now. That yeah. are good in the snow, and that's basically what you're saying is there's there's two different kinds of, you know, there's winter tires, and then there's winter tires that are good in the snow. Yeah, and and you you want to have a tire that's going to work in any of the temperatures below 40 degrees. Yeah, um, you know, you, a lot of people, uh, and I put a lot of people into these also really like these Continental DWSs. Yeah, that is a excellent all-season tire it's got a compound that will work good in the summer it will work good in the in the wet and the dry and also give you some decent snow trip capabilities but it's not like an all-out snow tire that's really going to work in these negative 
temperatures uh, really, really well and give you the braking, not not only the the takeoff of uh, a really good winter tire. Okay, so um, there's a lot to learn with winter tires, and you you sometimes have to give and uh, give up some trade offs um, for certain things because. Some of these really good winter tires could be upwards of $160, $170. Right. That's going to really start adding up. So you're looking at it going, okay, I am going to be driving these for the next couple years. So if I've got a tire that's $165 uh, times four, that's $660 for a set of snow tires. But you're going to divide that, uh, you know, for three years um, you know, say uh, 365 times two. So you'll probably get 720 days out of it. 600 days divided by 700 and, what did I say, 52? I think so, yeah. That's going to be about 87 cents a day. So you can't just look at going, oh, that tire is just way too much. You have to break it down and think about really the long-term uh, uh, financial impact of that tire because most snow tires are going to last you at least two years if not three sometimes even four so um when you when you're looking at the actual snow tire do you want to go performance or do you want to go a little bit you know better uh deep snow traction it's all going to depend on where you are at uh somebody like todd that's in a uh kind of a, a moderate snow belt if you will um, he's going to go with something that's a little more performance-oriented because, yeah, they're going to get hit with some big snow. But overall, it's going to be cold, and it's going to be kind of dry overall. Yeah. And you're going to want a performance snow tire. Yeah. Somebody uh, like Jill with her countrymen that's up north at the top of Michigan, um, people in Fargo, uh, Minneapolis, uh, Alaska. You know, I get a lot of calls from minis up in Alaska. You're going to want that WS series of the Blizzax. You're going to want something that is really good in that super deep snow that can really spread its, you know, its uh, grippers out. Um, all those little cuts in a snow tire are called sipes, and those are very important to give you that snow traction and make sure that the tire doesn't freeze in a cold weather situation. Um, anybody who's tried to go on a set of uh, uh, R compounds on a cold day, or a you know set of uh, uh, Bridgestone uh, R11s, or a set of uh, Dunlop uh, Z2s, uh, you know you get a, a forty degree day out. Those tires are hard; they don't mm -hmm. grip at all. They want to slip around. They slip on takeoff. They don't break as well. Because that tire is not working in what it's supposed to do in that temperature, and that's what a winter tire is designed to do: work in the correct temperatures, get into the inclement weathers that you're feeling, whether it's snow or ice, and be able to help you go as well as stop, and you know make for a much better driving experience. Uh, that's why I would say every European country has a law that says by November first or December first. You have to be on a winter tire. I think uh, the United States is the only country that I know of that doesn't have a law like that. Well, depending on where you are, different states have different laws. I know around here we have snow routes that if, it's, uh, if there's snow on the ground and uh, you're stranded on one of those snow routes and you don't have winter tires, or at least all seasons, you will be ticketed. 
Yep. Yeah, I know so. that's uh, it's really big in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, going through the passes and stuff. Yep. If you don't have snow low. tires on, you'll be ticketed. If you're stopped, if you if you're causing traffic problems, yeah, yep. you will get a ticket. And if you uh, if you abandon your car on the side of the road, it will get towed, impounded, and you'll get a five hundred dollar ticket. Yes. So uh, yeah, those are uh, definitely things that to, to think about in in those you know really heavy snow states. Mm-hmm. So so tires a good thing to look into then. Yep, and 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 for most people that means you're going to have yes. two sets of tires. You know, it's going to sit in the in the corner of the garage or your basement. Uh, you know, for six months at a time, waiting for the next season to come around. But as somebody um, who has them, uh, worth every penny of it. Do it, do it, do it. Go to get an extra set yep. of wheels and tires. Put some uh, snows on there. Make sure they're aired up because they will lose air over the summer while they're sitting. So thirty eight pounds, if, uh, and you're good to go. And anybody that wants to like go out and have a little bit of fun, uh, especially the people with the Countryman All Fours, the first big gigantic snowfall, and you're looking outside going, "Oh, it's so cold." You know what? Get your butt out of bed, get your snow boots on at two in the morning, and go have some fun because you will be able to slide sideways in all the parking lots, and you'll have huh. all these great GoPro footage of your you know snow coming up over the top, and you will think that you are Ken Block. In you know, Gymkhana '57, yeah. and uh, it is probably the most fun you will ever have with your clothes on. <laughs> Very, Very nice. cool. Very cool. Um, again, we like to thank Chad by you know if you if you like what he does, like what he says, like the help he provides. Just click over to DetroitTune.com and you know buy yourself something nice, please. Yeah. How are we doing on time, there, big guy, producer uh, man? I think we need to wrap. Are we done? Come on. I have, I have one question for Chen. You got a last question to squeak in? Alex, it's got to be quick. Fire it in. All right, it's got to be quick. So, Chad, uh, tonight is the release of Muck, of Mockingjay for, of the uh, Hunger Games thing. <laughs> so how come, how come you're not at the movies right now? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, this is true. Uh, that movie did get released uh, today uh, that I'm just now learning about from you. Um, <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's not a Katniss Everdeen fan. Yeah, I, I can't say that I, uh, you know, I dislike it, but... Um, <laughs> J-Law's in it, man. Ooh, there okay. are other things I uh, need to spend my money on. There's actually theaters in Arizona that were doing, like, you could go in and binge watch all the movies until the next one came out tonight. Oh, my like, God, this is right, so bad. Right. That was not even mini-related, Alex, at all. No, no, no. Seriously, though, I have one question. Yeah. So, so when I uh, when I uh, break at high speed, my uh, wheels start uh, shaking. And please don't tell me that I bent my wheel. Sounds like it's, you bent wheel. It's it's only under braking. Uh, it's it's mostly under braking, but when also I drive maybe above. Uh, 70, 75. It shakes a little bit, but not as bad. It re- it's really bad when I when I brake. It sounds well, like I'll... a warped a warped rotor to me. Oh, could be that too. Yeah, okay. it, you know, it's something is out of balance because of uh, when you get at freeway speeds. It, you know, it could be a wheel balance. It could be a rotor balance. It could be a lot of things like that. But if you're getting a really uh, bad shutter under braking, especially the more braking you do, the worse it gets. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a ro- warped rotor, and, and can it because I, I don't know what what exactly it means. So does it happen just by usage, or does it happen uh, because yeah, something? yeah, because uh, more than likely I'm guessing uh, you know this is you know the typical scenario. Uh, you probably have X amount of miles on on said brakes, and they need to have new rotors because they're probably past the minimum, 
and okay. maybe you bought it used and more than likely the dealer just threw pads on it and you're like it's got plenty of brakes and you're looking there like yep it sure does but they don't you don't realize that it was the the rotors had already gone through a life cycle uh most cars nowadays i know the minis are all like this uh the rotors are are basically designed so that when you get to the end of the pad life the rotors are already shot and they're at their minimum and they need mm-hmm. to be replaced now okay. depending on the braking style of the person a lot of times you can get away or sometimes you can get away with using those rotors again and i do know a lot of people that do but i also replace a lot more than i let you know go because of that type of situation is you'll get halfway through that set of pads and then you'll get this major shaking because the rotor is so thin that at some point you were a little spirited you got some heat into it and it can just happen under normal braking i mean i had this actually happen to my van uh several years ago the original brakes they were starting to get bad you know trailering through the dragon and uh by the time i got done uh to the outlook uh there you know the van was was not happy at all and i mm-hmm. needed to really let them cool because anytime i would just touch the brakes it felt like i was just you know pulling a tree stump out it was like you know so it uh that sounds like a warped rotor to me well there you go all right i'll have him check him out all right thanks yep okay awesome uh again uh if you want to thank chad go over to detroit tune detroittune.com detroittune.com there's links all over what you're afraid to detroit tune there's all kinds of cool stuff for you the space saver spare tire with the custom bag it's awesome stuff go get it DetroitTune.com. Right, Chad? Yeah. See, there you go. Done and done. Uh, yeah, but we're done for the night. Yes? Yes, yes we're done. Uh, gang, uh, quick uh, programming note. We will not be posting up a new show again next week. It's uh, American Holiday of Thanksgiving on our regular show night. with cast 532 will be in two, two weeks' time. Um, I'll put up something nice uh, as a repeat for you guys, however, so you'll still have something good to listen to. But not anyway, Christmas music. But not Christmas music, because damn it, it's not Christmas yet, Chad. There are no <laughs> lights on the outside of my house. There are there are people that I knew, already know that have lights up and are already decorating trees. And I'm like, too soon, Junior, too soon. Yeah, I mean, there's some people, and if there's a good excuse, you know, a lot of work, whatever, coming up, that's fine. I get that. But just like people who are like heads exploding with Christmas. Oh, my God, Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Christmas. Yeah, stop it. Just stop it. Uh, I understand there already is snow on most of our grounds. But But anyway, let's be done. This is the part of the show gang where I like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, this is DB. Actually, until a week after next. Uh, This is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt.